I live the high life more than just about anybody else. Newhart will not be seen tonight because... Tonight is, is something special. Oh. But don't worry, he'll be back next week at his usual time. You bet. <laughs> KTBR Break Room. Hear the drama get wicked. The purpose of this video is to teach you and your family members how to clean the bathroom. Pop Syndicate. The project was our last best hope for peace. High five. A self-contained world five miles long located in neutral territory. Are you serious? <laughs> a place of commerce and diplomacy for a quarter of a million humans and aliens. The show sucks. A shining beacon in space. All alone in the night. It was the dawn of the third age of mankind, the year the Great War came upon us all. This is the story of the last of the gasoline high five stations. The year is 2259. The name of the place is The Break Room. Podcasting live from the Break Room Towers in the scrotum of the DFW Metroplex, it's The Break Room with Mark, Dustin, and Thomas. <laughs> the show sucks. Way to kill it off the bat. Episode 215 of The Break Room. Back again. <laughs> tell a friend. Please tell a friend. All up in your guts. If you'd up. like us to keep going, tell some friends. Up, up, all in your guts. Yes, please tell a friend. Thomas can hang on to this mediocrity much longer. If we could Why gain... Zero me out. I'm just... You seem the most beaten by it. If we could gain, you got important border crossings to deal with. Yeah, always seriously. Thomas a lot of house money to issue. Who? Yeah, we don't have time for this bullshit. For anyone who doesn't know, Thomas is now conducting coyote operations to Canada for (laughs) people who are trying to flee the draft. Yeah, I do wish they'd quit the draft, and so Thomas would have to coordinate. Happening at all? It's people who are still in denial that the war is over. Oh, okay. Which war? The war. Vietnam. The war that you and I both fought in. Well. Back in the day. We don't like to talk about that one. Before we got our ass to ear surgery. That wasn't, that wasn't one really for air, was it? Well, that's that true. was kind of like a private war. Ass to ear surgery? Yeah. We had shared assholes. assholes. We had shared ass to ear surgery. Yeah, it was weird. But we liked it. It would, yeah. But it was a reward at the end of the war, so. Yeah, it was important. I mean, okay. you only have so many ears and so many asses and right. after a war like that. So <laughs> you had to share one. I mean, you can take some ears, but they don't really respond well when you try to graft them onto yourself. No, not at all. So we really only had two years each Did for you go to, eat? to graft our assholes to. So. Good point. And no, we didn't go out to eat. We didn't have time for that. No, we had surgeries to get to. Right. So many surgeries. Just give us the comments. So many surgeries. So many surgeries. <laughs> that is not the right email account. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. So we need to advance more. Pull back here. No, no, no. Uh-oh. Oh, God damn it. That guy? God, dude, can you do anything? I know. Uh, uh, uh. What the hell? Anyway. I don't know. I don't know either. Fanny pack wearing mofo. Trying to get to the freaking voicemails, and it's being a piece of shit. What do we have on the show today, Thomas? We're going to do little voicemails here. You got some news, right? Little news in the beginning. It's going to be more like a list again. We got, But uh, we love list here. Game of Thrones in the third. This list is bullshit. And a little bit of a surprise segment in the second. Segment? 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 Surprise segment in the second segment. Man, 
Something for sex. Just for the a-hole. Well. Come on, Google Voice. Uh-oh. How many voicemails That's do we have? That's what happens we when have we one. do free services. Oh, it looks like three there. Well, looky here. Did you pre-screen this voicemail? Nope, it's long, too. Good lord. Uh, well, that's just sweet. Hey, fellas, it's Endless Pat of the Tank Clan. Uh, just wanted to call in to be uh, an annoying <laughs> fact-checking fan. Uh, item number one. I think it was the show two weeks ago. You guys were discussing 90s music. Uh, Rolling Stone list of the best <laughs> 90s albums. Uh, I got to talking about Lauren Hill and the Fugees. And Mark, I'm pretty sure, spit out the gem. Wyclef John got his start with the Fugees. Now he's with the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> uh, I'll rewind to make sure that's what he said. But I'm pretty sure that what this means is Mark thinks that Will no. I Am ah. is Wyclef John, <laughs> which is pretty special and really made my day. Uh, if, I'm, if I'm mistaken in what he said, then uh, I take it back. But I'm pretty certain he probably that, did. That, that, that got uttered at some point. We'll have to check the replay. Uh, so that was pretty marvelous. Uh, and item number two is last week's show, uh, my, uh, my, my elder tank, uh, Thomas uh, said something about sneakers not coming out anymore as like basketball signature players don't have shoes anymore, which is just a hundred thousand percent wrong. That's just not true. Not a real number at all. Players absolutely have signature sneakers still. <laughs> um, LeBron James makes way more money for his Nike deal, and, and they make signature shoes for him than than what the Heat pays him. So. That's not true. They're more more than ever. Although he's right that Adidas has really pushed their signature shoes with Derrick Rose and uh, and uh, Dwight Howard, and now they have Damian Lillard. Anyway, I'm a big NBA fan and sneakerhead. Also a big Wyclef John fan, so I thought I'd point out those two uh, kind of hilarious moments. Uh, again, if I... Wait a minute, Damian Lewis from Homeland? I he can't help that I'm cool. He's, he's a... <laughs> Damian Lillard is what he said. Oh, they said Lewis. I misheard, and I apologize, but I'm pretty sure... Those are right. Oh, also, fun uh, anecdote. This is the longest message you guys have ever gotten. Uh, I don't know. Traveling Bear and Marla. Uh, Marla gets that. cut off almost every time she calls <laughs> that in. That is true. You should look up uh, sneakers. Uh, New Balance sneakers actually had a deal with, uh, with Matt Bonner for a while. Right now, Mark and Dustin are really bored. But he's a very, very not famous NBA player. Uh, and he was the only player in the NBA that ever had to deal with New Balance shoes. Uh <laughs> Uh, but yes, sneaker deals still exist. Signature suit shoes still exist. Thomas doesn't know anything. The only difference is that Michael Jordan created his own brand. It, the Air Jordan shoe is is a subset unto itself. It's not just a signature shoe; it's a brand. Like Dwayne Wade's signature shoes are Jordan. Anyway, uh, you're welcome for the boring NBA uh, stuff, and I'm sure has had lots of drops played over it. Because Mark and Dustin report, like Les John and Will, I am aren't the same person, and Thomas obviously doesn't know anything about basketball. All right, peace. He's got that big flaming vagina. Is he part of Space Hog? Marcus and Dustin have probably played lots of drops over this. It's awesome. He's not wrong. No, he's not. He does listen to the show occasionally. It's good Apparently. to know. You know, if, if each of you out there could tell a friend to yeah. listen to the show, could tell a friend, and actually get them to listen, we might have all And don't of... just tell them. Tell them how to actually listen to the show. Sure. Don't just say, And how to give us a five-star rating as well. Yes, that's true. That'd be even better. Uh, we might have like 63 listeners by the end of this year. Yeah, no more way. More than that. There's no way we could have that many. <laughs> Let's be give somewhat us, modest. Give us a call. 
plus one four six nine six six five ninety two seven plus one four six nine six only six five would spread the word. If, if only everyone was looking for a Greta like Hilma was, <laughs> exactly. we'd have so many calls. A Greta, this is Hilma. Yeah, but it's not the right number anymore. So doesn't, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> so yeah, if you can do us a favor, go tell all of your friends about the break room. Wear your break room shirts if you have them. Put up the break room stickers if you your have break room them. Scorts if you made one. If you have a skort, thank sure. you to those of you that have already been doing those. Yes, things. thank you. We've been retweeting and uh, I've been very good on Facebook. Skort. We but, really appreciate yeah. it. Oh, if you have a break room skort, I want to see that. <laughs> absolutely. We should get that. Should be instead of shirts and the rest shirts. Let's do skorts. The next run is going to be skorts. Nor- skorts. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, we'll tell to the next con. Tell a friend if they like comedy, high comedy like our show is <laughs> hot comedy. If you want the it's best high comedy in Game of Thrones coverage, world class coverage, and bullshit lists, and bullshit lists, nerd rage, yeah. pop culture, semen, <laughs> farts, and, and dingleberries, bullshit lists, and bullshit, bullshit lists. lists. What were our four pillars? It was semen, I don't know, military rooms, people in here, nerd rage, and pop culture. Yeah, what we got military people in here. That's true. That's true. We got coyotes running people across the to Canada illegally. Uh, that's a good point. We, got cash we don't really have coyotes. We just have the organizer of the coyotes. Good point. It's a good point. So if you need to get across the border. Cash money. Into Canada. Email Thomas the Tank at tank.com. <laughs> tank.com? Exactly. Look it up. It's not, it's not a relevant email address. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So. All right. I guess we should get into a little news. Cool. Live from the break room towers overlooking the banks of the body-filled Trinity River, this is KTBR Eyewitness News, with your anchor Dirty Dirty Dustin, investigative reporter Mark the Bus Hudson, and Thomas the Tank with Animal Sports. And now the seven-time Sasquatch Award winner for his reports on the sex lives of amputee Conestoga giraffes, here is Dirty Dirty Dustin. (laughs) hey so much news out there we could cover and we could talk about. Sure. You know. We could do what the segment's supposed to be about. Yeah. We could, not, which is not lists. We could cover, like, Eric Cantor getting unseated. We sure. could cover, like, the school shootings or something. But no, we're going to go over 50 random things I remember as a child of the 80s. You know what we were promised this week, though? Which maybe we should get to animal before. Sports. We were promised an animal sports story this week. No, we weren't. Yes, we true. were. That was on the official Break Room account that's, that's this week. What I, okay. That's what I read on there. Some so, some idiot, not me, put that bullshit on there. I didn't say that. Wasn't me. Well, it wasn't me either. I, I mean, it's run by Charles, so okay, you must whatever. have input a floppy. You have to, you have to let Charles know. Yeah. Give based me on an a five animal and a quarter. sports yeah. reporter news story, and I'll read it. You must have put in a five and a quarter floppy into his drive and <laughs> okay. said, it's all here's the animal sports story. Please tweet this out. It's... His 10 megabytes of RAM or whatever he has? Didn't happen. Does he even have that much? Uh, maybe not. He's running on like a 14.4 modem. and That's, that's true. It's like 250. Yeah. 250 megs or something. I don't know. How are we yeah. not sure? I don't know. I've Charles, done upgrades Charles in a while. Charles maintains himself. Yeah, that's true. He's, he's kind of, ever he since we alive. resurrected him, he's kind of taken care of himself. Now, he, we don't pay him anything, so we can't <laughs> afford much. So he has to go to the back of Old Circuit Cities and... Hey, if he hike doesn't, dumpsters. if he doesn't hang with us, he keeps getting eliminated from other sites. So yeah, you know, I don't know he's gonna if there's die anything otherwise. left in the dumpsters behind Circuit City, which has been closed for years. Now. Okay, you don't know that for sure. Probably not. I would imagine those dumpsters are empty or belong to the that? new buildings. Can you that are prove there. that for a fact? You really can't. Okay, my bad. You can't prove that all the Circuit City right. dumpsters are empty. Exactly. They're filled with 14-4 modems it and five and a quarter floppy drives. I can't prove. They might it. have. Yeah, they probably do have 14-4 modems out there somewhere. Yeah. That he could get pretty easily. I do appreciate on his hipster front that he uses a dot matrix printer still, too. <laughs> yeah. Good point. For what? To print out his laboratory experiments, his 
his own performance charts. <laughs> his, his tweets. Break room, <laughs> exactly. yeah. His break room tweets. The break room stats of all of all two of our listeners. All two of them. God, it's getting worse as the show goes yeah. on. I mean, that's pretty much what it's what it is. So, if there are only two listeners, 16. and yet there are three of us on the show, we've got a Suck serious you. problem. Fuck you! Fuck you! We do. Fuck you! We can't even get our significant others. Well, that's to, your problem. To bring us up to Charles, four. So, and I have some disturbing news. Uh oh! The Longhorns are gone, and Squanto is gone. The Kamenchi are gone, and the Red Wolf is gone, and they go we whip. His news isn't very current. No, it's not. Anything but this. All right, see you, Charles. <laughs> There's your Charles update for this week. All so, right, on to bullshit lists instead of news. So we were all born in the 80s, right? Well, I was not. Alive in the 80s? No. I was not you, born when until... When were you born? 91. Ah, okay, well, you're the youngster. I was born group. like this. <laughs> you were born this exact age? Right. So I'm like Mork. I'm going to... <laughs> oh, so you were born like when you were like 65. Yeah. So in 92, when we all met each other, you were one year old? Hmm? Yeah, but I'm aging backwards. That's weird. I started at the Doesn't spag- make sense either because you should be like we, a, right. But I seem to own pictures of you where you seem younger than you are now. I de-age very poorly and well at the same time. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. It's like a bad Benjamin Button episode. <laughs> yeah, I go back and forth as the needs require. <laughs> right now, I'm my middle, not middle age, but thirty uh, somethings phase. Okay. Someday I'll go to three, and then I'll pop back up to my fifties. That's weird. And then I'll fart and die. That's probably true. That's probably how you go. Well, I'm buffering oh. a 18 week. It's your birthday in an, over, in an overheated uh, apartment, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> That's with, always been your goal. With a Luan platter. To go Luan platter. Or a Meals on Wheels and sitting now, by my side. Even though we were children of the 80s, in fairness, we were only nine at the top of the 80s, and several of them we were spending in our infant years. So sure. some of these things I don't recall. You don't I, remember everything that happened when you were a baby? Not everything wow. on this 50 this fifty some odd list here. I think some of these are probably a little bit before hmm. our time. Wow. You have horrible genetics. Because I don't recall things when I'm two? Yeah. No. Maybe really I wasn't exposed that. to some of this. Maybe my, you know, <laughs> maybe my parents didn't expose me to the entire world. Little baby time. Dustin. Two-year-old. <laughs> exactly. Howdy, howdy. <laughs> so number one, being on a waiting list for a Cabbage Patch Kid and not even being able to pick one out that you wanted. Never wanted a Cabbage Patch. I recall kid. Me Cabbage, Patch, uh, Cabbage Patch Kids, but I don't recall being on a waiting list or really wanting. I remember one. people around me wanting them. I remember. I do remember that. I remember trading cards. I mean, they had all sorts of crap for that Cabbage Patch stuff. Well, they had Garbage Pail Kids. The garbage they didn't have Kids. Oh, cabbage Patch. Whatever. They were all the same to me. Uh, they, they weren't. Though. They were quite different. Actually, I didn't care at all for any of that stuff. I did like the Garbage Pail Kids. Okay, I did like those. Uh, they were kind of funny and. Weird. I always wanted a My Pet Monster, the big... I think we talked about this before, but the main My Pet Monster, I always wanted that. Are you going to try to ruin lists? I mean, he could be approaching that on the list somewhere. I'm not ruining it. I'm just I'm countering the point <laughs> of Cabbage Patch Kids. Now, if we come back to the point of My Pet Monster, I will restate my exact statement. So well, you've wasted time waste by saying time. the same thing twice. Uh, you think I give a shit? Probably not. Exactly. That's, you are Mark. I don't care about anyone. <laughs> Mark that. Except me. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Number two, jumping on the eyes of the alligator with Pitfall Harry. I don't really recall Pitfall oh, that Harry was much, but... Atari 2600 game. I believe it was. Yeah, I, I didn't play that until the late 80s. Yeah. Because I got an Atari in a garage sale. I don't like remember that specific thing, but yeah. I do recall Pitfall Harry. Did you ever play uh, Pitfall Harry, the, I Thomas? Think nope. Wasn't the game just called Pitfall? I don't even Pitfall? know what it is. It was Atari? Uh, it was either Atari or NES. It was, yeah, it was Atari. I think it was called Pitfall. There was yeah. a game named Pitfall. Was Maybe Pitfall the character was Pitfall Harry. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they did. I know they did several renditions of it later, but the first one I remember was on 2600, and I because I 
it's one of the games I picked up at the garage sale. Twenty six hundred. That and uh, yeah, I don't even know what that is. It's you the, the it was Atari? the first. I think it was the the more the most popular Atari. I could really? be wrong, but yeah, I didn't know there were different. I honestly oh, did yeah, not know there were different. Were different, different yeah, there uh, was like Atari. an Atari Lynx. I think there was the twenty six hundred, and I think there was one even before the twenty six hundred. But or maybe I'm having backwards. But you probably do. Probably. Uh, number three, thinking Flash Gordon had the best special effects ever. I, don't know I didn't that. see Flash Gordon until I was much, much older. And I didn't think it had good effects. Uh, no, but it was kind of meant to be it. cheesy. True. I remember the old TV show, The Flash, but I want to say that was early 90s or late 80s. Well, yeah, that was 90s. That was, was 90s. Yeah, the TV show Flash, yeah. By the way, John Wesley Shipp from the old Flash TV show is going to play the father of Flash the in the new Flash? TV show. Yeah, That's pretty awesome. It is pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. It is pretty awesome. <laughs> Too bad Endless Pat didn't land that part yeah. of John Wesley Shipp. As no, Elder Flash? No, the fla- no, of the younger Flash. No. The actual Flash. <laughs> Too bad he wasn't Flash's father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be weird. It really would. You're like three years older than me. Number four, that coffee-flavored sucking candy, all el- sucky candy all elderly people had. Before coffee? anything coffee-flavored talking was talking about cool. uh, Werther's? That's, I don't know if they're talking about Werther's. I think they're talking about that other shit I can't think of right now. Locally. I know what they're talking about, but I don't really remember liking it or or hating it or anything particular about Danny it. Elfman. I didn't like coffee till well in my twenty into my twenties, so I don't, remember that, I don't remember that at all. They don't have a name for it there? They don't have a name for it. <laughs> did uh, it have caffeine in it? No. It just tasted oh. like coffee. I don't believe it did at least. Uh number five, the random super friends like Apache Chief, Gleek, and Samurai. I do remember those. Used to watch <laughs> Super Friends all the time. I'm Which, sure it was part of my barbecue sauce uh rotation. It probably was back then. And the, the Wonder Twins, uh, Gleek the Monkey, Apache Chief, and God, there were two other Scooby Doo esque characters on there that came along with that were on towards the end. I forgot their name. That's really weird. Yeah, they were they were included. They sucked. Yeah, uh, screaming! Oh my God! The girl on Sleepaway Camp has a penis. I never saw Sleepaway Camp. I didn't either. I still haven't seen Sleepaway Camp. That one is that one was lost on me. But That's got to be the first time I've ever heard of oh, Sleepaway okay. Camp. Kind of. They kind of spoiled it for us, though, there. Yeah, way to go. Isn't that the... Way to go, list. Although it's about 30 years old at this point. Climax of the movie there? Uh, Might be. I don't know. I'm assuming so. Uh, Number seven... It's a penis Tamagotchi. (laughs) What kind of G-News Gary New shared? What? I have no idea. Say that statement again? Was that even a sentence? What kind of G-News Gary News shared? I don't know. As in Gary News? G-News? Yeah. Or news about the G-Spot? Is that like a G-Thing, baby? Sure. Uh, I don't have it answers to like, these. Especially in the and... 80s, like, it's short for Gary News. Probably so. You know more than I do. I'm just saying. Thomas is the Gary News yes. expert. You are the Gary Animal sports and Gary News expert, Thomas the Tank. Having an actual family discussion about whether you're going to be VHS or Betamax. I was never really around for that. Nope. What, which part? Having Betamax? a family discussion oh, no. between getting a VHS and Betamax. Was no, that the was... very early 80s? Must have been. I was much too poor to, remember that to have VCR. I had rabbit ears. Ever? Yeah. You had a no at VCR. the time. At the time, like when Maybe Betamax came out. Three. Yeah. I don't even remember Betamax I coming out. Don't know if I was poor when I was three. I don't really remember. But I'm assuming I was. You were living on Ivanhoe, Ivanhoe so probably not. Uh, I wasn't actually in '83. <laughs> where, where, where were you? Were you I was in. Where a, you? I was in a random apartment, ghetto apartment complex I in Galveston, living on the no, high life on the coast. Nope, that was not Galveston. It was Navalin. <laughs> uh, number nine. Later, having the same discussion about Atari and Colco. I don't even know what the hell Colco Guitari. is. Neither yeah. Colico. It's another alternative game system. Man, never heard of that either. Man, you were into the alternative gaming back then. And for somebody that hates gaming now. Pretty much came out of the womb playing. 
And then, of course, and the then last couple years just... Hasn't played a night, hasn't turned on his Xbox in 480 days. <laughs> hey, it's what you get when you're not allowed to not work all the time. You're allowed to have off time where you could play some games. This is the only time which I could play video games, and here we are doing this stupid <laughs> right, show. Right, okay, sure. There's no way yep. you would be playing. No other off time. Although, I will say, I'm kind of interested in the Wii U. Now, they with the games they announced uh, yesterday. Why would you get it just to not play it for 400 I know, days? I know. Yeah. But if, in theory, if I were to go get... <laughs> if, I, if I had time to play video games... Yeah, you could make time. You just don't want to make time for it. Well, Let's maybe, be honest. Maybe, you, could, you could make time for it if you really to wanted to do it. For it. That's and it's not, okay. It's not I still wrong. enjoy them. I just don't... I just work too much. It's not... Okay, it's not just work. You could do You're it in some of your free time. To, yes. I don't have a lot of free time. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. You're, most, okay. of my, most of my free time is on Fridays, and Fridays I'm either working or other random life bullcrap that I have to do. You know. What are you, you go doing every this? night? You work every night till like midnight or something? Well, a lot of... Crystal doesn't enjoy the video game, so... so that's okay, what I'm saying. That counts as, you know, not time you're it not working. It doesn't. It doesn't. She doesn't enjoy... You Lots know, of ladies don't. I'm not saying that she should or that anybody's wrong here. I'm trying but to respect you that. So you could have some time yes, where you're I'm, playing video games and she's doing something else. I'm on choosing a to respect night. my wife. Okay, that's, that's, that's not overboard. the only option. That's what I'm choosing to do. I'm choosing that's to respect. A little overboard call choosing to respect our marriage. You're not not respecting her if you played games for one night a week. Especially or something. if she's. I mean, obviously you don't do it in lieu of spending time with her. But I mean, y'all are attached to the side every second of every night. Yeah, we literally grow our flesh together every night. <laughs> As soon as I walk in the door, how do you get here without her? Then, yeah. Well, we rip apart in the morning. Yeah, it's got to be very unpleasant. I, we stitch each other together as soon as they walk in the door. At well, the still, hip. she could she could kind of turn like you know forty five degrees away and play you know something on the iPad while you're playing Xbox, even though your flesh is together. <laughs> Number ten, Kermit's nephew Robin. You don't remember Robin? I didn't say no, I didn't okay. remember it. I said that was number ten on the list. Jeez. Yes, I do remember Robin. I don't know that I remember Robin. Uh, this is Kermit the Frog. It's a bold claim right off the shoot. Just want to read it off the list. Yeah, I remember Robin. That's how he rolls. <laughs> I remember Robin. Uh, number 11, asking Santa for fashion plates, Donnie and Marie Barbie's 2XL, Transformers, a speaking spell, Barbie's townhouse with a yellow elevator, and Weeble Wobbles. Well, fuck the kid who asked for all, all of that, first of all. Yeah. Very confused. What a, yeah. and what a it, bastard asking for yeah. a ton of stuff as well. Uh, Transformers, yes, definitely. G.I. Joe, all that stuff. Yes. Yeah, I remember it all. Uh, jump around a little bit here. Uh, seeking, or seeing Alanis Morissette pop out of a locker to tell a joke in a mainstream show. You can't do that on television. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, or was that... That was that. It was. It wasn't Kids... Yeah. In, who was on Kids Incorporated that was also famous? The one of uh, uh, three names, not Sarah Michelle Gellar, the other one. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh, okay. All right. I, I think. Knew. I think. If that's completely I'm wrong, McNeil. feel free to call us <laughs> at our number. 469-665-9827. no one's going to play right now. Seven. Being fairly certain you would you would one day marry, and I know me and Mark went over this a lot, Scott Bayo, Sean Cassidy, Leif Garrett, River Phoenix, one of the Corys, Rob Lowe, Andrew McCarthy, Jason Bateman, Kirk Cameron, Matt Dillon, Ricky Schroeder, or Tom Cruise. Yeah, I mean, it was on our topic discussions when we were staying the night at Joe's house. Wheel. It was on the topic wheel. Yeah, which who would you marry? marry from the 80s? Which tiger beat hottie would you marry? <laughs> exactly. The shirtless volleyball scene. Need I name that movie? Uh, yeah, um, you do. Yes. Probably Top Gun, yes. I'm assuming. Uh, uh, you could be mowing mad anytime. Yeah. Seeing Eddie Murphy in a hot tub, a Gumby costume, or a buckwe- uh, Buckwheat wig? Buckwheat wig? Buckwheat wig. Yeah. Sure. Tongue twister there. Being able to recite word for word, airplane, stand by me, Greece, or anything by John Hughes. 
It's not anything by John Hughes. Not that's, anything, but a lot. It's asking for a lot. Whew, man, I was wrong. Wishing to be the ninth kid on Eight is Enough? Uh, I never watched Eight is Enough, so I can't eh, say. It's kind of spare anyway. Kids Incorporated had Fergie in it originally. Fergie. Uh, okay. And Brittany Murphy randomly. Mario Lopez as well. Thinking life as an adult was like Dallas or Dynasty and wondering why your parents weren't cool like that? I never thought that. Yeah, I didn't think that either. I was too poor to think like oh, that. sweet. Oh, no, whatever. So was Jennifer Love Hewitt. Sweet. Mork's grown son, Mirth. Was extra, that? Extra points if you knew he was played by? Jonathan Winter. Yep. There you go. You got extra points. Whatever that means. It's a point system? Apparently so. That means you can play Xbox while you're connected to your wife tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Saying and stop calling me Shirley. Any chance you got? I did do that. I'm yeah, not gonna lie. It's pretty much all you say now. Didn't everybody do that at some point. Don't call me Shirley. That only Big Bird used to be able to see Snuffleupagus. Sure. The yellow waterproof Walkman you desperately wanted. Oh, I definitely wanted one. That of those. was I had one of those for a little. That while. was called oh, Sport. It was a Sony. Of course Sport. it was Sony. What do you think his love affair with Sony started? <laughs> Probably so. Tom had everything crazy, Sony. the first earbuds with like the wire. Thing. Oh my gosh. I really cannot believe love you it. own a non-Sony phone. Yeah, I know. It's kind of amazing. That or may not last another phone. Sony iPad. That's true too. Well, that one's so that I can get rid of the phone. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, being willing to fight to the death over the claim that Joey McIntyre, or Joey... What is his name? McIntyre? Yes. Yeah. Was the cutest new kid on the block? You didn't think that? I don't really... I couldn't even pronounce his name, so... <laughs> yeah, can you name another person that was in the group? There were four others, right? Uh, yeah. Donnie Wahlberg. Woody? Good one. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah Donnie Wahlberg. Uh, I don't know why I was thinking he was in one of the other ones. Jordan Catalanado. Okay. Man. Uh, Marcus has Joey McIntyre. And I'm missing one guy. Yeah, you are. Dual blended skin, Mark and Crystal have like yeah. the the five uh, you know WCW pillows that they did <laughs> exactly. with the uh, new kids. They did those too. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll you have, have to those cover up the blended skin with those. Where you where you would throw you would wrestle with the WCW pillows, but you. you but would, then they came out with the same thing right. with the new kids, like <laughs> except they had weird. little pillow penis, so you could do weird things with your body. Okay, I don't remember. You're remembering a different. Product is that just something I added to the pillow? Maybe. Yes. Getting excited to see Trolley on Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood because you knew what that meant? Yeah, who didn't know what that meant? I'm, I'm sure kids of the 90s don't know what that means. Whew. Kids of the aughts. It's terrible. Kids of the 20s. Uh, I meant kids of the 80s. Yeah. Well, That's yeah. an easy one. Again, this is what you would know if you're a kid of the 80s. That He-Man and Battle Cat were known as Adam and Cringer when they were in their everyday clothes. Well, of course. Is there anybody here that didn't know that for sure? Uh, if you didn't know that, you're kind of dumb because yeah. it's in the intro. No, there's plenty of... <laughs> it's in one of our intros, but... I am Adam, Prince of Eternia, defender of the secrets of Castle Grayskull. Going to a drive-in? This is Cringer. See, it tells you in the intro who he is. Okay. Okay. Having to get up to turn the television channel or adjust the bunny ears? I We're probably the that. last generation that I have to God. deal with that. I also remember the Thank first goodness. remote controls had the wire to the TV, so you could only get like three feet from the TV <laughs> to change those. it. Yeah. But yes, even in the beginning when they were completely wireless, they were not that great. Like no. you walk out of the range yeah. at all, and now you can like bounce it off walls. And back and then stuff. it was just a channel up and channel down and possibly a volume up, volume down. Not right? much. Maybe a... I remember those one for alls that used to come out that oh, had yeah. the giant like numbers yeah. on them. Roller skating anything by Journey, Chicago, Boston, Foreigner, or Air Supply. All of those. 
Absolutely. How does Air Supply make that list? Because they were big in the 80s. They were huge in the 80s. Not as big as the rest of those bands. Yeah. Uh, they were pretty much on par. Air no. Supply was pretty huge. They were. Even the Nights Are Better, it was a huge I fucking song. Decide, I had a lot of, need a lot of proof of that. Even the Nights We can look it up later. Finding any guy who's... Family had a Trans Am or its cousin, the Firebird, to be the hottest guy ever. I still want a. I guess this is a woman's list from the. Yeah, 80s. I was about to say why. Why can't we just appreciate a good car? Why do we? Have to... I still want dolls out of a vending machine. I still want an early '80s Trans Am or Firebird. I'm sure you can get one. You definitely can for less than probably what you bought your car for. Well, I want like a cherry one, you know, one that I don't have to do any work on. Or okay, well that's probably going to be a little bit more expensive. Probably, I want one that looks just like Kit, actually. How about we go for that? The it guy looks that was on the just show earlier? like Kit. Yeah, just like Kit Lively. <laughs> Seems weird. Writer of it Damn talks It, I you, another one. Tells you it writes uh, comics for porn mags. Talks about Golden Corral all the time. Yeah. The East Side Curds, that's all he talks about. <laughs> the exact moment when DJs became VJs. Uh, I don't remember the exact time. Vaginal spread. MTV. Yeah. Spending countless hours playing oh, well, that, yeah. Super Breakout, Missile Command, Adventure, Kaboom, and later Super Mario, Paperboy, Punch-Out, Burger Time, and Zelda. Well... The second half of that yeah. list, definitely, but the, not the first half. I've never Atari games. I never Missile Command. Missile Command. I, I do shit out of Missile Command. Yeah. What a. I don't know. It's. I don't remember Burger Time. I never played that one, but all the other ones. I, it was a big game, but familiar. I never played it either. Paperboy. I never really got into. Paperboy is hard I loved, shit. I loved Paperboy for some. Paperboy reason. Two sucked. Mario was the shit. Super Mario Brothers was awesome. Pac-Man the Animated Series and Rubik the Amazing Cube. I do. Rubik was such a spare show. <laughs> Pac-Man. I mean. You know, you can debate that. It was, but not as spare as a talking cube that no. has magical powers. That pop, an alien head pops out of it. <laughs> I know it didn't make so any dumb. sense. Pretty terrible. Big, Rubik the did, amazing cube. <laughs> didn't they also have a Bigfoot uh, based on the Bigfoot monster truck TV show? I'm gonna say sure. I think they did. But I don't remember. I know they had a pole position cartoon show. Heck yeah, that show was awesome. I liked it with the cars that talked, basically ripoffs pole of uh, Night Rider. Being able to picture Rainbow Bright, Strawberry Shortcake, and Polly Pocket before they looked all slutty looking. That's hilarious. I don't remember Polly Pocket. I do Polly remember Pocket Rainbow was Bright. was 90s, wasn't it? Uh, according to this, it wasn't, but huh. I, this is my only source. All right. <laughs> Being pretty you sure you Wikipedia all this stuff right uh, before amazing, the show. Amazingly enough. You think not. we could do fact checking on the show once in a while? Being pretty sure you can moonwalk almost as well as Michael Jackson. No, I, I knew was, I couldn't do it, but I still tried. Only it. Yeah, one person was good at that, and that was Alfonso Ribeiro. He's the only one. That, that and the Tom Jones swing. How about Mexican Dave? Yes. I thought he was doing okay with it, but that was that, in the, that was in the double lots. Yeah, that was yes. <laughs> it wasn't just 80s. a little bit. He could have perfected it in the eighties, maybe. Knowing that puffy stickers, fuzzy stickers, or stickers with gel on them were way more valuable than flat ones. Puffy, yeah, I remember. Even if they were race. scratch and sniff. Being a latchkey kid. I don't oh, think yeah. we have a lot of latchkey kids now, but I remember no. definitely being a latchkey kid. No, I was a latchkey kid from the time I was probably six or seven. Gosh, I was, I was not. Elementary school, definitely. I was not until I was pretty much old enough to drive. Man. Well, I had younger siblings, and they all kind of came with all the time, so. Pow! It's not a pow. I had a stay-at-home mom that took care of us all. I lived in a... I had a stay-at-home mom. I lived in a new neighborhood. I wasn't a latchkey kid. Wow. <laughs> I had a 900-square-foot house in a new development. I didn't have established trees. That doesn't mean that it was a rich neighborhood, and it was not Pow. by any means. Pow! Pow. We're being ridiculous. Pow. trees are too new to climb. Anti-pow. 
liking Hello Kitty before it was considered retro. I know no, Mark never liked it. liked Hello Kitty. Is it? Was it a cartoon? Uh, uh, it was, it was just like all sorts of things. Like I think it was a Japanese. There, there have been Hello Kitty cartoons. I don't know if they were back then, but there have been them in Japan. Yes. Mm. I don't think the, the cartoon ever got popular here in the states. Just yeah. the kind of icon of Hello Kitty. The accessories. Mm-hmm. Being able, the last one, being able to do, spend the entire day outside with no way for your parents to contact you. That, that, that being was okay. the best. That is definitely not something that seems to happen these days. Well, you and can't. I you're safe so, to sound like old guy, but yeah. yeah. It's Back so in my of, day, I could freely roam the neighborhood, which is very true. Used to but hang yes. out in the creek. Used to hang out. It's to, not as safe as it used to be. For sure. Used to beat up other kids. <laughs> or a whole get lot beat of ghetto up. areas. The used, creek of the dirt pile. <laughs> Used to slap two two by fours to a rickety ass tree and build a fort. <laughs> Call it a tree house. Yeah, hang be- out an oil field. Like beat up Mark. some more kids. Yeah, we used to stash your porn mags in stash your porn mags oil, oil equipment. <laughs> yeah, we used to roam the city and I mean go to just all over the fucking place. Walking like basically the half the length because I'd walk to my I'd walk to my stepbrother's house or rode my bike over there from basically the entire south side of town all the way up to the middle of town. <laughs> By myself when I was like nine or something. It was kind of crazy looking back. Yeah, I mean, same thing. I used to ride, you know, from the north end to the south end. Back again, just doing whatever the fuck. As long as I... You rode the entire length of Abilene? Yes. No. Had, no, probably halfway though. <laughs> I was going to say. But, uh... It's no, not I the mean, biggest town, but that's pretty damn long to ride your bike. As long as I or checked in once in a while, either through calling or riding back to the house, as long as I checked in every few hours, I was yeah. fine. It's like I used to ride to Fort Worth and back? Yeah, I did. <laughs> All the time. And that's news. All right. Thomas's surprise segment coming up next for viewers. And we know you're not viewers. We'll see you guys on the other side after this. You're listening to The Break Room. Fat kids are stupid. fantasy that most can only imagine in their dreams, but not even Cinderella knows the full story. Unbeknownst to Cinderella, her fairy tale life is saturated with dark magic and evil workings, all being masterminded by the malevolent high demon known as Askaroth. Askaroth's twisted plan spans Cinderella's life, first as an abused young girl, then queen of the kingdom of Cinderlawn, mother and widow. Narrated by the high demon Askaroth, this tale is told in three parts. Only a single piece is told at one time. But as he himself puts it, the pieces fall much better when they do not fall in order. Do you not agree? Budgie Bigelow brings a tale that is truly imaginative and delves into the story of Cinderella like no other before. Askaroth is a cringe-filled thrill ride that should not be read alone in the dark. Look for Askaroth by Budgie Bigelow on Amazon.com and in the Kindle store today. I am a high demon. 
Vagabond Saint. From June 6th until July 6th, we're offering up our latest vestments, the FYINS and the Fancy Sauce. You can get each of these through our web store for $15 a piece, or hop on top of our newest promotion, the Cheap Seats, where you can get them both together for $25. Check us out at Vagabond Saints on Twitter, or visit our web store at www.freewebstore.org slash VSTL vestments. Vagabond Saints, looking pretty, being shitty. to the break room the eight-time winners of the marconi lifetime achievement award for excellence in podcasting in go in go and go in go and go in go in who's that puffing down the track it's thomas Time for the train yard with Thomas the Tank. Have your tickets ready, asshole. Stupidest name ever. <laughs> Both of your assholes. You know people love your theme song, Thomas. It was our most downloaded drop of all time. Something like 102,000. It was slightly edited since then. <laughs> a little bit, but at least we restored the original. So, is that a menu over there? It is. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm trying to sex my wife and tell her which food I want. Oh my gosh. For two hours from now? Yeah, unlike you, I'm okay with things being in the fridge for a while. Oh, okay. Ooh. Pal. Wow. That is a pal. <laughs> so, I don't know why I needed to cough right after that. <laughs> it wasn't me. Yes, it was. <laughs> How would you know? Because I see him with a food menu up over here. Yes. I'm pounding oh, everybody no. with a food anyway, menu. Anyway. Let's um, get out of here. So, last week. <laughs> oh. Wait. Why would we get out of here to an intro? <laughs> That's a good point. Uh. So last week, I believe it was, that Dustin texted one of our old favorite call-in listeners. I did. Uh, <coughs> what, what is that gentleman's name? Tweeted him. If you're talking about the head. 
That is who I'm. That is who I'm talking about. I'm the only one that he's following in this group, so that's a pal. So that, is a pal. that got me thinking that um, maybe it was time to follow up on the last promise we offered the hat. Well, Mark offered the hat. True, and that was and he uh, still didn't do this. I'm so sure. the so the theme of no, this, I didn't. Of this uh, look, I'm not segment. gonna do it until he starts listening to the show again. So yes, you are. No, I'm not. So the theme of this segment is <laughs> re-examining Chinese democracy. Oh boy! So <laughs> let's listen to some audio, shall we? we will, let's turn this off first because this is spoiling the mood for Guns and Roses for sure. Okay. <laughs> Your bold claim is about to go out the window. So make me do it. Let's uh, come on, dude. Just do it, Mark. It's gonna be fun. We're gonna listen to half of the songs and then half of those. Okay. All right, let's go. You want to play some more music? That's not what we're. In which order to? would you like me to play this? Just play in first track. Just, just random order. First track. Just start the first track. Let's listen a little bit. Make sure it's not out. <laughs> so, <laughs> you haven't even heard anything yet. <laughs> so. How many of you think that Chopper listens to this so, episode and then just fast forwards at this point? <laughs> I think I'll listen to I'll think he will re-examine the whole thing. We know it's his favorite album of all time. I do not know Fuck that. Fuck you! I do know that our friend Genghis Wan uh, tweeted uh, like getting into the 90s or something this past week and had Third Eye Blind Blue, Blue album and I almost tweeted, you and Chopper Dave are besties. Basically. Come on. Oh, I thought you were playing some. <laughs> no, I'm waiting for it to see. See how much of a mess this album is already? It just started. Hey, if you remember, you liked it, you just didn't have the balls to say it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this isn't the whole goddamn album, is it? Yeah, we're gonna From listen to start all to finish. Just pick some tracks to listen to. We'll be down at Kelly's, I'll see you later. This is called Chinese Democracy. Oh, this title? Yes. <laughs> I didn't listen to it. Right here, on the break room. I was jaded going into it. 985, the break room, KTBR. You can turn it down a little bit. It certainly take a long enough time to get to the hook. So, here's a question for those of you that did it before that probably didn't research so, it at all. This is just Axel, right? It's not the rest of the band? No, it's, no idea. it's Axel and... Like, because they were busy Tom doing... Tom Petty and Tom Morello. Okay, it's not Tom Petty. It's definitely not those days. But I, I, I feel like... I don't think I actually listened to any of it the first time. Oh. I just said I did. Do you ever do anything you say you do on the show? Did you hear him the other the day talk about he didn't see Turn and he didn't see, like, uh... <laughs> what else did you not see? You didn't watch Turn? And he no. F through it as fucking if he seen it. No. You're such a dick. What a dick. Hey, you believe I did like, it? You oh. really are the worst host of the <laughs> you show. You make fun of him like, oh, you're too important to play some video games. Like, you never even do anything for the show except for bringing news stories in you find at the last minute. He doesn't hey. find news. He just goes for lists now. He goes to list.com. I, I, I did watch Game of Thrones. Oh, wow. You actually did something for once. Okay. So when, you when you weren't taking off work to play let's games. Get, let's get some titillating, strength, titillating uh, Mark analysis here. Okay. As I'm sure I said at the time, this song's not bad. It's... It's not a horrible song. It's very. It's pretty terrible. It's not that bad. This it's isn't not too bad. It's not that far off of Guns N' Roses. No, heyday, stuff. heyday stuff. Yeah, 
I mean, it's obviously his voice isn't as strong as it used to be, but it's not terrible. But it's also not prevalent in the recording. It seems very drowned out by the rest of it. Yeah. Well, because he can't keep. He can't do that anymore. I'm not arguing. I'm just saying. You don't think the he can sweet child of mine it anymore? Probably no. not. I'd like to see him. I, f- I feel like he tried to do that at a concert a few years ago, and I heard it on. There was some audio of it. Yeah, there was an audio. Kind of like uh, Steve Perry, whoever it is from Journey, that I didn't can't think turn around with the eels. That, that can't one quite wasn't do it anymore. terrible. I didn't though. think that was terrible. Like it he was can't just quite do what he used. Yeah, to. Yeah, he probably lower. also hasn't performed those songs in a long time. I know. It's not like he goes out to his local pub and performs. You know, all the entire Journey catalog. I'm not saying he does. True, I know. Steve Perry, defensive guy. I'm just I'm saying, just saying he doesn't sound quite the, like he did in the '80s. Of the two, I think that I Steve Perry could yeah. probably get back there. Yeah. I think the I don't think well, less about getting back there and more about do they sound good now in yeah. what they're able to do now. I think right. Steve Perry probably way is above right. Axel. But he doesn't have to sound exactly like he did originally to still sound yeah. good. Let's get another one going. But Axel Rose just doesn't sound that great. Uh, I never thought he sounded great in his heyday. So well, I'm, I'm a little bit jaded I do there, but. already. All right, let's go with uh, track number four, Street of Dreams. Ah, the Tinder Ballad. Is there cold November rain? Yeah. Cold November rain! Here on KTBR, The Brick Room. Rosemont, okay. This is super... Sucks. He sounds like Fergie or something. Sounds a little bit like uh, Jason Siegel and uh, Sarah Marshall with the vampire uh, Dracula. A little bit at the beginning there. <laughs> he does. See, he's trying to get that range, and he's barely getting there. Is this this I love? No, this is Queef Blanket. <laughs> what? What is it? Uh, Street of Dreams here on KTBR, Rosemont Order. Let's go with the uh, Let's go with the highest rated songs on iTunes as opposed to just randomly going around. Oh, that's pretty bad. Let's go with better. This is track number three off the album Johnny's Democracy. This is better. The new album from Guns N' Roses. I don't give a fucking ass. It's not new anymore. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like shitty rap core. There you go. Okay, this sucks. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Popularity on Chinese Democracy, the first track, is like all the way at the end on iTunes. (laughs) The measuring tape is just dong length. How many dog wings have it? God, man. You already done? I'm done. I, like I didn't the, think that one was terrible either. I like the quality of his... His voice is okay. It well, does harken back to the studio world, but, okay. But it's okay. I mean, it's. I like the texture of his voice in that song, but that's about all I can say for that song. How about Shackler's I Revenge? Like those. Shackler's Revenge. That'd be track number two off the new album from Guns N' Roses. This is... Stop it. <laughs> Shackler's Revenge. Oh. <laughs> the number one hit. What 
played loud. Very loud. Kiss <laughs> anything else would be far too, too, too boring. So did you actually buy this album? No. Or did you Dave it? No. You Dave it? Is that what it's called? No. You Dave it. It's not what it's, not what it's called. What's it called then? Piracy? It's called Thomas Ian. Oh, is it called Tom? Thomas yeah. Ian now? Or like, Tom, as the movers like to call? <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize you'd officially change the label of it. Did that guy show up acting like he was new me or anything? Uh, No, he didn't. Oh, okay. That guy? Yes. Did that guy? No one knows what that means. Okay, how about... Did you start the same song over again? No. That's how much it sucks. Hey. Let's try this I love. AM FM. God, the next time you bring audio, I'm just going to... I'm going to trade spots with you and play everything so you can't no, hear you anything over it. What was the song? This I love. This I love. Dickhead. This is track number 13 Here off the new album from God's Roses. This I love. Chinese Moxie. This Three is track number 13. This is I love. This I love. Now, Jazzler gets you to the new frontiers of race. <laughs> Damn you. Oh, God. Again, sounds like Jason Siegel from Sir Marshall. A little You just see him with a puppet? I will say, listening to these tracks, that if this album had, terrible. had come out in the late 80s or whenever, early 90s, early 90s, I probably would have been a lot more excited for it. It's just that they waited all this time to release this, oh, this fantastic uh, Mozart-esque album, and then it's just this. It's not great. It's okay. It's okay, but yeah. it's not, you know, it's not some opus. No, it's not. It's not the opus that it should have been for as long as it took yes. to make. Sure. Say more than words is better than all this. With the Thomas the Tank and Evan Christian version. Absolutely, that is no way one, better than all of this. No one knows what that version is like anymore. I know it's better than this. Let's try a different one. I'm surprised you didn't kibosh that one yet. If the world. All right, what do we try next? If the world. If the world. This is track number five off a new Guns N' Roses album, Appetite for Democracy Chinese. Did you quit acting like a 81 degrees and sunny here in Dallas, Texas, the scrotum of the Metroplex. KTBR, Roseline Ogren, 91.7 FM. So now he's getting into some Santana territory, you know? Yeah, that's interesting. Some, some bad Santana. Bad Santana. Man, this is a complete deviation. Is there a good Santana? So crazy. That's better than this, Santana. You didn't like the, uh... I would say this is comparable with the best of Santana. I don't know about that. Man. Oh, Santana is 
god No, jeez, what's wrong with you? like this one? Not really. <laughs> Sounds like you do. No, I don't. I'm just trying to be, I'm trying to respect your work. <laughs> We're just fucking around. Everybody plays audio over everybody's yeah. audio. How about uh, Street of Dreams? <laughs> Street of Dreams is track number four off the new Guns N' Roses album, Chinese Democracy Appetite Instruction. This is track number four. It is 99 degrees and cloudy here in beautiful Roanoke, Texas. This is KTBR, The Break Room. And it really is all over the place. It really is. It's a very psychological album. There's no cohesiveness to this entire thing. Not a, like, which isn't want. necessarily a bad thing. But it's but it's one thing if you have a if you have varying speeds on an album. I don't expect it to be nice. full on double kick metal through the entire album, but it's just texturally it's all over the place. Genre wise, it's all over the place. It is. It's a mess. Here's a seagull again. It's all over the place. Do we already play this one? Or is just, this the same song? Maybe this is just Jason Siegel on this album. Blah. Or Blah. <laughs> oh, wait. I die. Wait a minute. Did we listen to this one already? I think we did. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> Both times. We have uh, track number seven, Catcher in the Rye. So far, Dave's rant about how terrible this is is holding up. Off the album, Chinese Democracy. This is preceding Chinese Democracy 2, which is coming out next year. We'll be playing that live here on The Breaker. KTBR, Rosemont, Oregon. It's 103 degrees and partially cloudy. A little rain coming this weekend. It'd be really weird if people are tuning in the day after we record this to find out what the temperature was <laughs> the day before. Yeah. Or a couple days, like today. That traffic's a mess out there. <laughs> <laughs> Had that on the album. <laughs> what made it better? I could definitely add text. Some of these aren't horrible, but no. most of it's not very it's good. Just, it's like we said, it's so all over the place. Yeah. Some of them are fucking terrible. Some of them are fucking terrible. The some car- of them are bad. Like, yeah. that song's not terrible. Like, the Santana ripoff was terrible. That was just weird. And the fake Se- Jason Siegel one was the terrible. Fake, the, there were multiple Jason Siegel oh, ones. Okay, all of do, those were terrible. Let's do one more. All uh, right. Sorry. <laughs> Why are you apologizing? Okay, I'm saying that's the name of the title. Females don't have the right. Okay. Odd stinger in there. It's track number 10 off the new album Guns of Roses. Chinese Democracy. This is sorry. Kiss FM. We should make really good regular DJs. We could. 
Took it over, ever hit the post on time. We hit the post and then we talk over it again. Is it true? It's not true. I know it isn't true. This is a really weird, trippy version of Dark Side of the Moon meets Queen's Rikes Bridge album. It's kind of weird. This album is worse than I remember. Wow. Whatever your balls to say it, that you loved it. Yeah. This is a little insane. This is a 14-track album, and there are two songs that are inside three, like that are in the three-minute and thir- one's three-minute thirty-seven seconds, one's three-minute thirty seconds, and everything else is four minutes or longer. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a really long album. That's why it took 500 million years to create. And they've got give me pleasure. two five-minute songs and three six-minute songs. Play this is a really long album. This last track, play the six-minute song. Riyadh in the Bedouins. I think this was a. Might have been another single off the album, so let's try this one. See if it's any better. Here on KTBR, Rosemont, Oregon, 91.7. It's 112 degrees. Enjoy that traffic, people. It's a mess out there on this Monday. AM FM. But thank God it's Friday. <laughs> Get those kids to school on time. Make sure you wipe their butts. Here on Kiss FM. <laughs> on KTBR. the way to school? <laughs> God, gross. All right, get to the hook. It's warming up. That's yeah. fucking bullshit. It's the best song on the album. I like this one a lot. It's the best song on the album. Pretty crazy transition there. I'm not crazy about, I've ever been crazy about the shrill in his voice, but the guitar work on this one I like a lot. It's too much. Yeah, Yeah. but I'm okay okay with this song. Like, it doesn't need to be every song. And I like the intro to it, too. It sounded like a great, like, this is the first song you play in a live setting. Like, build up to that. It's not as bad as the sequel songs, for sure. Man, I like no. this song a lot better. This than, my, I think this man, is this the best is song to listen to. And the chorus, man, this is a good song. It's crazy. So, God. well, this is track nine, so there's no way that, uh, not that he would have changed his mind, but this is track nine, so there's no way Dave got to this one. Yeah, no. Not that it would have changed his mind, but. I really doubt it. I like it. This one's pretty good. Glad you went one more. That was weird. So, 
how so how on how, second reviewing, Mark? Uh, it's worse than I remember. <laughs> There's no question of that. I don't think you have the balls to say you liked it. I have the balls to say that I'm I'm it's right and always right. Pretty terrible top to bottom, and there's a couple of songs that aren't. There are a couple of highlights. Aren't, aren't the worst ever. Yeah, sure. But that's not high praise. It's, by not, any it's means. not high praise. Uh, I didn't remember liking that song "Riyadh and the Bedouins" before, but I liked that song. Okay, I liked the song "Chinese." The title track. Okay, yeah, I liked that. This I isn't li- coming from someone that hated Guns and Roses because I didn't. No, I didn't. I, you know, what's funny a lot of stuff in the I did not now. like Guns and Roses, but yeah. there were a couple songs on this. I might actually give this album another Keep listen. Keep in mind, though, this album did come out after 1990, so Thomas is okay with it. <laughs> True. Good point. That helps. I That's helpful. That. <laughs> it's yeah. helpful. What if you re-release something from 1980? Like 1998 <laughs> or... Maybe, no. maybe people should try it. Yeah. Led Zeppelin has just uh, released several... I think remastered their album, so maybe Thomas will like Led Zeppelin now. Yeah, maybe. 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 Now, I never have had a problem with Led Zeppelin. So. <laughs> Did you guys know that there was a Chinese Democracy 2 that's coming out? We've talked about this already. Have we? Yeah. Okay. We have. But have you guys heard? Because then it came up <laughs> Did you guys have a problem? you lied and said we oh, would Oh, is that when a cow came this? up? Yes. Yeah. That's ridiculous. And then supposedly they've got... Uh, Maybe we, we talked about this too, but the dance remix versions of all these songs. Like, that we need dance stupid. remix versions of that shit. We don't need the original version. That much seems less a little dance much. remix. Yeah. Yes. That does seem a little much, but. So, I will definitely give it another listen. You're going to give that same album another listen? Yes. Of course. Well, that's the it first listen, so. Came out after 1990, so Thomas loves it. Absolutely. Okay. Thomas right. gives it two thumbs up. <laughs> so, y'all feel the exact same as you did before? Yeah, actually, I feel worse about the album now. I feel worse having actually heard it. It's pretty bad. <laughs> How do you feel about oh, Turn? that's right. I forget you didn't hear it last time. What was the other show? Was it Hannibal? That you were like, yeah, yeah I totally man, didn't watch Hannibal. You don't watch Hannibal either? You're a, dick, you're a fucking man. idiot, first of all. Such a and dick. second of all, you're a dick. Or maybe I should reverse that order. blatantly lie about it, I think it I said too. I didn't watch Hannibal, actually, in that episode. No, you didn't. I don't know. We'll have to re-examine that. Okay. Although, you need has, to go re-examine although that episode has an asshole on it. Let's still re-examine it. Yes, so give your two-second speech about how everybody needs to watch that show. I, I think I did that last week. I've, did you? I oh. think so. Well, anyways, I like those. if you've watched Hannibal, it it only got better in season two. It was good in season one, but it got I only so watched good you in the first two. episode that we reviewed, and that's if it. If you haven't it's finished so Six Feet Under, you're a dumbass, too. Okay. Couple well, I acknowledge I'm trying to finish that. Yeah. Sorry, we'll try to finish We're talking about good more. shows. That's all I'm saying. It's oh, true. I'm saying a modern shows that you oh, could be okay. watching. All right. So this is going to appear in Chinese Democracy 2? <laughs> this? Maybe. The, on the dance remix? My Chinese Democracy 3? Like... It should. Mm. Ah! <laughs> All right. Game of Thrones. Hey, sport chief guy. While we take a break to get a box of fudge sickles, call in a question of the week or a comment to 469-665-9827. Everybody needs a servant in the final on two. Pop Syndicate is looking for movie, TV, music reviewers, and columnists. If you can't stop talking about pop culture, email editor at popsyndicate.net with a sample of your writing. PopSyndicate.net, the internet's one spot for pop culture. Hey kids, it's me, F13 from Cinema Diabolica. We have a new show called Diabolical Decades. If you haven't been listening to it, this is the kind of gold that you've been missing. Ah, I see. I imagine Jimmy Stewart to have soft hands. But I would have been like, bitch, you gotta go. Oh, thank God, it's just the face of Satan. I thought it was a prowler. 
Check us out at popsyndicate.net slash Cinema Diabolica. Lovely episode of Game of Thrones. Definitely the most creative one so far. That's crazy. This is Tournament this, uh, by Walker. Found some thrillist. It, uh, it's an article by Kristen Hunt, sister to Mike. Hilarious. You're funny. Thank you for the compliment. I appreciate that. Anyway, this is a guy who's playing all of the <laughs> the theme song on wine glasses, <laughs> paint buckets, and water jugs. This may not be the greatest topic ever because I just don't give a crap. So there you go. Another wonderful theme from Game of Thrones. Perhaps we can find one more for the finale. P.O.W. Indeed. So we're here to talk about The Watchers on the Wall. This is episode nine of this season. we got one episode left. But are you serious? Oh, we're playing again, apparently. Oh. Now we're playing the Mario theme. All right. Uh, anyways. Was that on your computer? That was. Uh, it was. I thought Dustin was playing something. It was in the credits, apparently. Awesome. Uh, an episode directed by Neil Marshall. Uh, written by David Benioff and D.B. Be Weiss, who have written ever. almost every episode this season. Who? David Benioff and D.B. Uh, Weiss, uh, which is not a bad thing. I like it. It's like Noah, what's his name, on Fargo. He's written every episode. And didn't the same guy write every episode of True Detective as well? Yeah, yes. he did. Yeah, I like it when that happens because you get a cohesive vision. I like those. And they know everything that's it going on. It can be good. There are plenty of shows that succeed by having different writers oh, sure. for every episode. Sure, I have saying, directors I like that episode. format. It's sure. nice. because it can be. They can shape the entire season that way. Sure. That was pretty interesting. Uh, so anyways, this episode focuses entirely on the Night's Watch and the Battle at the Wall Which, from the... Which, so if you don't like Night's Watch... Is that the first time that's happened I, since the show started where that we it focused, focused on one, on area? one story It's pretty line? rare if it's I not think the so. first time. I don't one think of... that's ever happened before. Yeah. It was kind of nice. Which I thought was really cool. Because it, it, it's a... Uh, yeah. The thing I mentioned to... I was talking to somebody else that watches it. The thing I mentioned to him was <laughs> the people that write the show are every bit as uh, narcissistic, just <laughs> evil psycho- psychopaths mm-hmm. as George R. R. Martin because this major event happened where this major character you love has been sentenced to death and you R- want to R- find R- out R- what R- happens. And instead of that, they take you an entire episode without having him or any of that storyline in it at all. True. Which is fine. Just I mean, it out. It was great, but sure. it just seems like everybody just wants to toy with us that's just involved with the show. Jerk you off a little bit. And then... Or stop around. it from climaxing and yes. then 
Oh, just constantly. Oh. Why you just stick it in and not do anything with it? Much. It's pretty terrible. So this uh, this is a pretty complex show, especially if you look at it just in the overall fight scenes. It was, I mean, it wasn't a one shot like we saw in True Detective, but it was pretty complex in the way they staged all the fights around the castle. Sure. I don't know how much of that was CG and how much of it was practical uh, stuntmen fighting. But either way, it was very well done. I really wish you'd researched it before we got here. I could have, but do we ever do research on the show? Uh, very rare. Is research one of the four pillars of the show? I think it was... It's I don't know. Semen, farts, nerd rage, and pop culture. I think there was okay. a... I think Fair there was enough. a combination of CG and practical. It probably was. But, but are you serious? It was still... You couldn't really tell. I like the giant. Yeah, the giant makes sense. Uh, that guy was 7'5". Like, oh, I really? looked it up, because I was like, that's got to be a really so big dude. It was a 7'5 wow. dude. That's crazy. Yes. I think he played both parts, possibly. Uh, I could be wrong on that. that but it was I like to do is change seven the makeup. Five. Like, he's actually that that's tall. That's insane. Jeez. Like, and shocking. That uh, guy? His IMDb credit, it's a picture of him in the giant outfit from, so. They should have had him play the mountain. Maybe 7'5 is pretty mount, big. The, the, the mountain was 6'9. The viper was super small. Yeah. Giant balls. Uh, anyway, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. He was a, actually a really giant dude. So the uh, interesting. the wildlings are on the attack. They in the two episodes ago, I think it was, they attacked Molestown. They've come, they 16. climbed over the wall at a distant point, came, uh, and came around from behind, attack from the oh, rear yeah. to come from behind. They attacked on multiple fronts. Meanwhile, Mance Raider's army with uh, it seemed like they only had one mammoth, which was weird. But in the book, they had many mammoths. Uh, they have mammoths and giants and uh, those guys who can get in. Teleport into animals or whatever, control animals, uh, wargs, and they are on the other side of the wall preparing to attack the wall. And really, this entire so they're episode, separate entities. What do you mean? The giant and his people, yes, are yeah. separate entities. They make I just it, kind of they, assume they were all well. They make it clear in the books that Mance Raider is the not the first king. They call him the king beyond the wall, and he's not the first guy to bring people together. But What's he's the significance in telling us that anyway? he's the first person to bring these races together and make it last. Yeah, well, okay. and so the, he's not really a king, king, but he's the a leader, and all all other kings beyond the wall. What's a have king, failed. king versus a regular king. Well, like a a real king that holds ultimate authority. He's a so like he's, Joffrey was he's a king, not a, king. He, he's not elected, but yeah, he okay. also knows that the people hold their own power and they can tear him down. Okay, I didn't say he was elected. Well, you said he's not elected, so I'm just asking. Well, I'm saying he's not elected like a president would be, but he's also right. not a king. But most kings aren't elected. I'm not saying that. He's not a king in that he inherited the title through blood at the same time. Okay. He was an inspirational leader, and he brought these, got all these people to work together. He just runs the show. He runs the show, but he's he al- awesome. But he also knows if he were to make a bad move that they would overthrow him at any he's point. He's like the Genghis Khan of uh, yeah, sort of. Game of Thrones world. So they're coordinating with the wildlings Who? in this attack? Yes. They're all, they're all a group together. Okay. He managed to make the peace between all these group rival groups that are all considered wildling, wildlings by the, uh, the Night's Watch. And so they're trying to get free because they want to overtake, obviously, a good portion of Westeros. Sure. And claim it for themselves. They, sure. they resent the fact that they've always been forced to live in the north. Live in the wild. In the, in, in the icy parts, yeah. With so, the wild walker. The wild walker. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they're on the uh, north side of the wall. The, uh, there's a small raiding party on the south side of the wall, and they're attacking yeah, the... Well, there's not much of a defense on the south side of the wall because they're only prepared to defend the, the wall itself. They're not prepared to... Because they're supposed to be an independent entity, independent of all the armies of Westeros. Sure. So they have, they take no part in any of the battles that occur in the rest of the Seven Kingdoms. So they're not prepared for an attack from the rear, uh, and the raiding party knows that. And so it they looks attack like a from pink the rear. Cock with swirls. They attack with their swirly pink <laughs> cocks. 
So, anyways, uh, among that raiding party is Yurit, Jon Snow's former lava. Who threatens, upon, uh, threatens an arrow for anybody that takes Jon Snow yeah. from her. She goes up against uh, the head warg, whatever his name is. He's a, a Yo, fan, I think. this is the head warg. <laughs> yeah, she threatens an arrow. From Philly. And, <laughs> exactly. Uh, unfortunately, when it comes down to it, she really just can't take the shot. And uh, a young... Which I thought was interesting. I'm not surprised. Kinda I thought I mean, she I, was going to take him out. I kind of figured that. I didn't think she would. I, I figured it was going to get to that po- point with her anger or punch. Should be interesting. And she would... John Snow. So is that true to the book? You said, uh, you said they played Cox. that thing out and their oh, they relationship that they weren't together at that ended. point. They weren't. No. When the wildlings attacked the wall, she is already dead at that point. Really? Yeah. she, died. she die in the books? I can't remember. Thomas, that's an excellent question. Oh, okay. And I chose not to do research to I noticed that, that uh, people were making a big deal about that particular scene from this last episode with the, where she's like dying and he's holding her and they show all the battle stuff and slow-mo behind sure. him and everything. So that was like one of the more awesome scenes from the show. Yeah. It was, Which, it was really well done. It was, you know, it was without doubt. First of all, it was the, I, I'm I'm fairly confident this is the very first episode that they've ever <laughs> stuck with one story. Yeah, but it was without doubt the most action in an entire episode that there's ever been. It was a lot of action. Yeah, and on top you know of that, I'm but, sorry, I'm sorry, I was completely wrong on this. I guess that, or maybe this is the I'm trying to figure out this the is a novel character or not. Yeah, no, I'm looking at the. The novel. Oh, this, this show is the show. Sucks. I'm sorry. This is the show wiki, not the novel. So I was completely. Mm. What do you know? Sorry. Continue. The show sucks. That's it. That's all I was saying. Well, yeah, it had a lot of action, but I actually was hoping they would stay on the wall the entire time. To be honest with you, what do you mean? Because with this whole episode, because I thought it was oh. interesting the whole attack and everything. I didn't want them like, okay, they're gonna start an attack and, and then we're gonna go see. I don't know, smiling bitch queen talk about some bullshit with somebody. Yeah. I'm like, let's not do any of that this week. Let's just. Focus on awesome. an awesome yeah, I it was, it was nice. really, really good. So it's to correct what I just corrected. Okay, yeah. she did die out Castle Black in that raid, but Jon Snow never saw her. He just found her among the dead. Uh, oh, okay. okay. So that's what it was. Well, so they dramatized they, it. I would say which it's I understand. probably better in the TV show version. I agree. Yeah, it is. It is. And a young boy kills her that is scared of winching up. Uh, which, which is, is what, what happened. happened in the TV show. Yeah. It was so. the boy operating the lift. Yeah. No, I'm saying in the show, that's what happened. He ends up oh. shooting her. She dies oh. fruit through other means. Uh, you just don't know. He finds I, her in amongst the dead. Yeah, he just finds her amongst the dead. So okay. very interesting. Uh, anyways, Weird. yeah, that I, is, I that appreciate. Is totally the, not a big step. No, to, it's a, I, I actually appreciate. It. It's a little more drama, and they, it's a little better. Yeah, actually, I agree. I agree. Which, in fairness to George R. R. Martin, you R. know, it's R. 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 It's easy to come back and look at the story that somebody wrote and be like, ah, maybe we could tweak that just a little bit. Also, sure. Interestingly, Alistair, Alistair Thorne, who is the assumed the Should leadership role in the, the Night's Watch, he's much more... I mean, not that he's not a dick in this TV version, because he is. Talking about the guy that was hiding downstairs? Or? No, that was Janice Slint. talking about the main guy. That was Janice yeah, Slint who was hiding. That he hates Jon Snow. Yeah. yeah. So, and Alistair, Alistair Thorne is a dick in the books, and he's a dick here, too. So that, not, not, but he doesn't show as much honor in the books, from what I remember. He, he's... Did he fight in this particular battle? Yeah, he did. Uh, he did. He in did the in the show. I can't wounded. remember if he did in the book oh. or not. Yeah. But he doesn't have as much honor. Okay. Uh, and, you know, Jon Snow does actually confront I remember him, him fighting in the TV show. I just yeah. was curious if it was the same. He just shows a little more honor in this episode at the end of saying, now's the time to say that I'm ro- I was wrong. And Burn et cetera, that son of a bitch. And he fights very valiantly. So, um, he actually is likable in this particular episode. He sure. is in this particular episode, yes. But uh, that's not uh, going to continue. He does make the one comment to him at one point, like, Essentially, let's just get through this. Is this so a comment? You can go on not mattering, and I can continue to hate you for it, or something like right. that. So, and I, he admitted to 
you know, Jon Snow that they should have killed the uh, tunnel and actually filled it yeah. up he before did. they got there. Which they do actually collapse the tunnel in the books. Yeah. So I don't know if that is coming in the next episode. That's where the giant uh, fought those guys. Correct. Was in the tunnel, yeah. Right. Did that, okay. Correct. And in the in the book, they actually do collapse the tunnel. Jon Snow per- persuades them to collapse the tunnels because that's that's the main way that the giants are going to get through. So they collapse it. Uh, but they didn't do that here, and I don't know if that happens in the feint, which this is a feint, yeah. just so, probing to see what their defenses were, or if this actually happens in the main battle, which is probably coming next episode or the next season. So two things. One is, are you done kind of explaining yeah, yeah. thing? So <clears throat> one is, at the very end, Jon Snow, when he's walking out the tunnel, um, he, sees the, <laughs> he sees the giant out, he's like, no, and sees all the guys that died to fight him because he told him to hold it regardless. And... Uh, He's standing there by the giant, and I was like, I swear to God, I will stop watching this show if the giant is not dead and stabs him through the heart right here. Because <laughs> uh, that's what this show does. Yeah. But um, when he walked to the... I didn't catch... And I didn't go back and watch it either. Giant He's leaving. Cox. Where is he going? This is what I understand. He's going through the wall yes. to, to go ostensibly... fight the big king guy. Basically, well, to, or to meet. He didn't take a weapon, though, right? So, no, he didn't. Well, so he didn't want to lose the sword again. He's I think going, he had other weapons. He's but. going to try to meet. I don't think he had anything on him, actually. I mean, he says he's going to go to try to find and kill Mance. Right. But I don't think that happened in the books either. Did so, Mance? Huh. I think he only. I think after this feint, um, he helps. They they respect him more as a result of what happens during the battle, and so they start listening to him more. And he takes up more of an authoritarian position as a result. I don't remember him going in the books because they. I remember them collapsing the tunnel, and then that's it. And they continue yeah. to they have the big battle with the actual army. Right. But I don't think this ever happened. I think what this is another deviation because of George R.R.R.R.R. Martin dragging his fucking ass and getting shit done. And so they have, they're having to find ways to stall it more and more. So Maybe. How many books does he have that he already have written before five. this even started? He has five. five. Okay. Yes. And we they're are only on at the end of three. Yeah, so ostensibly, so the the next two but books... But if they split like half season, or a season right. is half a book... They could go another four. I was going to say they sell four before they even get there, which is a decent amount of time. Our, I feel like our, they have time, but... They do have time, but considering yeah. that he's... He wrote the last one in 2011, and the one before yeah. that, I think, was 2008, so... Okay, well... For fucking yeah. ever. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah they... <laughs> ostensibly, they've got, they got two more books, and originally, the, A Dance of Dragons, Feast for Crows... Uh, that was five and four, just so you know. Right. Uh, they were originally Ow. written as one novel, 16. and it was so long, George R.R.R.R. decided to split it into two books. And even that being said, it took five years between those two books, which were already written, to come out separately from each other. So, yes, in theory, they got four more seasons just in those two books that they continue to go with this pace of a half book per season. Right. So they could do it. now, Which is not a bad pace. They Technically, they could probably even go slower because it's they're so damn thick. They could, like, with, oh yeah, just thick with you know content. Sure. Well, <laughs> yes, thick and thick with content. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah, and and they're gonna have to mesh well, the two books. You know what I mean? Because sometimes things <clears throat> right. go so fast. You're like, who the fuck is that? Who the fuck sure, is that? Sure, sure. They could spend a little more time doing that, and maybe even make each book three seasons. Yeah. Well, they're gonna have to remerge. They they sh- I think they should personally, but who knows how long you guys you can hold these guys to contracts? I don't know. Um, but I think they, I think they're gonna have to merge those two books together because otherwise, I think I've said this before that some of the characters are missing from one book and some are missing from the other book. Yeah, so, you did say that. Um, what right, ha- but you have one more full book, right, where everybody's in there. We well, have, and you, then you have two more after no, no. that, or you have you're two on book more three. Left. So Feast for Crows and Dance for okay. Dragons, they're kind of they're one book split in right? half. Oh, sorry, okay. And so one book contains okay. one set of characters, the other book contains another set of characters. So. It's, really it's like weird. it's re- it was really weird, yeah. Because some of your favorite characters are missing from sure. one book and not the other, 
and it was it was odd. It didn't make for a good read. Well, at least yeah. it takes longer for them to die. Yes, true. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, so it was you know it, it, they could draw those two books out for four more seasons, yeah. and then he's apparently going to write three more books. Yeah. So good go for another six seasons past that. So perfect. Will it actually? I mean, everybody's going to. Why be, would any of them leave though? Because that it show is, ca- is so it's, damn highly rated. It's the highest rated show that sure. HBO's ever had. Yeah. Yes, but at the same time, if they're being offered. Yeah. Lucrative money and better jobs elsewhere. But is there a better job? That's the question. I don't yeah. know. Than a top. Do their HBO contracts show? match the top grossing HBO show? I don't know. It's I an doubt it. They're going to re- they're going to renegotiate at some point. And that could really cause a problem. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because once they, I think, I think the show regularly draws, you know, uh, over five million, which is really high, yeah. especially for cable. It's okay. Mark will play Jon Snow for free. <laughs> yeah. If he can wear a break room shirt during the entire show. Yeah, exactly. Under the armor. <laughs> or above the armor. I'll, I was I'll say the above armor. the armor. Under the armor doesn't do us any good. And I'll wear my break room skort. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, I mean, the show draws big numbers, even for regular TV now. I mean, you know, network broadcast networks now are, are aside from sports, their regular shows don't. They as, don't. Aside from a couple of shows here and there, are, are, most shows get somewhere around five to six million. So for HBO to do it, yeah. that's killing. So yep. at some point they're going to ask for a lot more money, and that's a big cast. Yep, it or they're going to ask for some more back end deals or something. Or they just start killing everybody off to make it quicker. I don't think they'll do that. <laughs> they might. They might. Anything is possible, but yeah. I doubt that would happen. You never know. So I give this episode two thumbs up. <laughs> I thought it was really well done. I thought it might be one of the better battles uh, per, uh, portrayed on screen since the battle for Helm's Deep. Yeah, and even then you can't. That's not the same. Like it's. You got to almost equate this to TV battles because yeah, I know. the I'm budget just, for those things are it, when completely I, different. When I saw this battle, it made me think of Helm's Deep. Yeah, because it was you know Pretty similar accurate. style, uh, similar lighting, things like that. Similar, you know, circumstances. Sure, the Blackwater battle was good too in the show. Blackwater was. I thought this one was done better. Yeah, uh, well, I thought, there was more stuff going on. Yeah, more stuff. You could see more, yeah. uh, bigger scope in some ways. So I thought it was really, really well done. I. Yeah. I I thought it was a fantastic episode, and a good deviation by by confining it to one area. Sure, a nice part. Really I thought it was good. I know I've heard some people complaining about that that they didn't talk about anything else, but I don't care. It's okay. It was good for one episode to do this. Yeah. just stay in one place. It's awesome. Two thumbs up for me too. It was yeah. really solid all out, the way through. Go out, out, go all right, out. High gasoline. High five. High five. Out, High out five. go. Out, go. Well, thank every single one of you. That's you and you and you and you and you, but not, not you though. But not you. Fuck you. Fuck you, guy. Thanks for listening to Bad Pop. Bad, bad, bad. Best podcast in the <laughs> bad world. Pop. Bad Pop. Thanks for listening to Bad Pop, which we did on this episode. <laughs> yeah, we and did. the best podcast in the world. You can call us four six nine six six five nine eight two seven and leave us a question of the week, you. or you can comment one. anything we talked about. Four six nine six six five nine eight two seven. If you would like to, you can always email us a voice clip to breakroomshow at gmail.com, like several others have done, or you can Skype us at breakroom. You can find everything related to this show at popsyndicate.net or breakroom.tv. Find us at Facebook. Facebook.com slash the breakroom. Find us at Facebook or Facebook. MySpace, myspace.com slash the breakroom. We're still episode 100, I think. I'll go Something out. like that. <laughs> uh, maybe. Even, uh, that that part? <laughs> Twitter, uh, we're at, at the Breaker on Twitter. I'm on uh, Twitter at the Mark with the C. Dustin is at the WS9775. Or at, not dat the, <laughs> at the WS9775. Shut the fuck up. 
And Thomas is at Navia Central. Uh, Do not forget to listen to our sister shows, the 15-Minute Movie Podcast, if they ever do another show. You can forget about that, because it's never on there. Probably. And Cinema (laughs) Diabolica. Uh, Don't forget the... But do listen to Cinema Diabolica. Don't forget the Lovable Asshole Show, which I still don't listen to, and I should. You should. Don't forget the uh, book... Are they part of the Breakout Media Network? They're not. Uh, Don't forget the... We can promote them as much. ...book from Budgie Askarov, the Demon, or Askarov? One of these days, I'm going to kidney failure. uh, Askarov Demon, that's the name of it. Anyways, it'll be... If the people's referring referring to podcast, if they ever do another episode, uh, available on Amazon for two ninety nine on June thirteenth. When you're hearing this, the book should I'll be go. available. But I'll as soon go. as we know for yeah. sure, we'll definitely tweet that I'll out. Go out. Uh, as always, as, as we said at the top of the show, go tell a friend. We really appreciate it. We want to get to sixty four listeners by Please the end tell of the year, so we can like break fifty. Yeah, that'd be nice. I'd li- I would like to top. I would like to top fifty. I'm hoping. I'm shooting for as high as sixty four this year. Uh, that'd be great. We're kind of like Arrested Development where we get no ratings, but people right. love us that do listen exactly. to us a lot. Exactly. So just expand that a little bit more. Think of how we talk nope, about we Game of Thrones. Cancel and the show and go a couple years without. Go to Netflix. We'll think think about the water cooler <laughs> talk that we have for Game of Thrones. Okay, now expand that to the break room. If you tell a friend how good, fucking good the show is, you could do a podcast about the out, break room. Go, out, out, and go, you can criticize out, the break room, go, how out, good out, go, or out, shitty out, the episode go, was. Out, go. Out. That is good. That's a good point. Do us a favor, though. Go to iTunes. Leave a five-star rating. And or and or a review would really really appreciate it. It's like four minutes long. We can't get through it. Thanks to uh, hey, look, we have a lot of friends, a lot of credits to toss out, yeah. a lot of recommendations, a lot of pleas for for attention. We should think about expanding that instead of just family. Probably should. Thanks to uh, Vagabond Saints from Twitter. That's at Vagabond Saints for helping uh, with our logo and always promoting us. Loop it like five times. Just <laughs> probably sure it lasts. And as always, thanks to American longer. Rockstar for well, last a little longer. Thanks for the uh, theme song. So I'll go out, gasoline, high five. Word to your mother. Games. This is all love from another I'm driving brother. down Firewheel Parkway. Picking out the hits. Hey, hit play, stupid. The music leader, I fucking hate you. AP. Danny Elfman. One of these days I'm going to have major kidney failure. Turn him into a white walker. Was she a great big fat person? Topic. I just want to feed her a cheeseburger. <laughs> and that's some kind of fetish. Okay. When he went too deep, I clenched him off. Good Bad. evening, everybody. I am a princess. I would like to taste you. Uh, Do you remember TV stands? No matter in which circles you run, I'm winning. The break room. And remember, the break room. Triangle of excellence. Mark the Buzz Hudson. Thomas the Tank. Dirty Dirty Dustin. This program was presented by Breakroom.tv and PopSyndicate.net. And as always, Gumshoes. The break room is bankrolled by the Gasoline High Five Company. And viewers like you.